my brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ our Lord. Last night we had a young man here with this uh, parishioner of ours. He was off at college, but he's home now. But he's celebrating his 20th birthday. And I was thinking to myself, my goodness, I remember when he was born. And I think how much life has, has, in 20 years has he experienced changes and all the things in his life. And I guess I got kind of reminiscent of myself. You know, we're coming to the end of the Paschal season. Next Sunday is Pentecost. And I kind of think of myself throughout the course of my life. How many changes have I experienced? How different have things been? Good times and bad. But I noticed that there's one constant, one thing that was able to keep me aright regardless of the blows I received from life, and that was the church. It's no surprise that this Sunday, the Sunday that we commemorate the First Ecumenical Council, falls on the heels of Ascension Thursday. Ascension Thursday, that great feast of one of the major um, events in, of our Lord's life. It was His incarnation, then His resurrection, and then His ascension, where the Word of God made flesh now sits at the right hand of the Father. Imagine that. Our humanity at the right hand of the Father, and not being consumed, but deified. And the Father has put this, this, this counsel here, to remind us of what the council was about. The council was about clarifying who Jesus was. Arius, a man from inside the church, would start to change the truth, distort it. St. Paul says in our epistle reading today, he says, be on guard against the wolves on the outside that will come and disrupt the church. Be on guard of those from inside the church who will distort the truth. And what is that truth? We learn it from our gospel today. That Jesus and the Father share the same glory, the same essence. God from God, true God, light from light, true God from true God. One in essence with the Father. The council had to meet to clarify what the truth was for us. To keep our boat upright and sailing in the right direction. It is throughout the years that these councils and the teachings of the fathers that have been able to make sure that our faith, what we believe and profess, is correct and accurate. And it has not changed. Not one iota. Despite all the storms that buffet from without and from within the church. Because the truth resides there. St. Paul tells us that the Holy Spirit will be with us. Our Lord said the Holy Spirit will be with us to guide us always. 
One time or not too long ago, I had someone come up and say, I just want to know where the truth is. Tell me where the truth is. And I tell them the truth is right here where you were at. What happens is when we start dipping our toes out of, taking our foot out of the boat and dipping it and testing the waters elsewhere, we start finding ourselves going down a rabbit hole we may not be able to get out of. Arius thought he was defending the church against Sibelius and his modalism. But he got so far down into it, he couldn't change. He couldn't come back to the truth. And so the councils met to clarify what the truth was. And the truth was given to us in that monument of faith, the Nicene-Constantinopleton Creed. In this first council we commemorate today, we are commemorating the first two-thirds of the creed, where we learn who God the Father is, we learn who Jesus Christ is, and we learn how that relates to us and what it means for our future. But what happens is when we start exploring other things, and the internet is a good thing that will take us down all these different rabbit holes, we might find ourselves having our minds changed and start distorting the truth. And if we go too far, we won't know where the truth is, even if it's staring at us in the face. Stay in the boat. Stay where the true faith is. Despite all the buffeting, the church is still going upright and in the right direction. Truth is still found here. If you find yourselves wondering, I want to know where the truth is, come to the divine liturgy and listen to the theology we are praying. If you want to know what the truth is, get the creed and pray with it. Who is our Father? Who is the Son? Who is the Holy Spirit? What is my relationship to it? And what is my future life to be because of it? Stick with your prayer books that you have in your homes. Stick with scripture that you're reading. Don't start running out after new things. Stay what has been tested through the test of time. And you will be all right. You will be kept safe and going in the right direction. Among other things, this council told us how to establish the date of Easter. It told us that there was to be no kneeling on Sundays, no kneelings between Pascha and Pentecost. They're times of joy. And they were also a time of the, the council for correction, in this case of Arius. Let us stay with the truth. And the truth will provide a stable platform from which the church can minister. The church's ministry encompasses all of the divine economy. The whole of salvation is contained within the church. And as Metropolitan Zuzulus would say, that it's not this ministry is just not with Christ as he walked in Palestine. This ministry is not with us today as we minister to the needs of the people of our day. But the ministry of the church is also 
holding to the hope of, for the future. Telling others of a future hope that lies in the eschaton. In the time that is prepared for us where we will live with God. In glory. In honor. And so that is what we do. We minister to the world by reminding ourselves and living what took, happened in the past, what's happened in the present, and sh preparing ourselves for the future. In fact, we're already living in the future, but not quite. The church has that unique aspect. A lot has happened in my life. A lot has happened in your life over the course of time. But despite all of that, the church, the truth that the church teaches is constant and unchangeable. Because it's founded on the unchangeable God who sent His Son into the world for repentance, the forgiveness of sins, and the new life. And it has been activated by the Holy Spirit that empowers us to live this life and to live it out now and into the future. And to hold the hope up of the future to the whole world of what awaits them. But the world won't believe it unless we believe it. The world won't accept it unless they see us living it from the heart. We give thanks to the ecumenical fathers who stood up and clarified the truth for us. We give thanks to Christ for His church in sending the Holy Spirit that she were made true to her mission and ministry. And we ask God's strength that we may carry out that ministry in love and in joy, always focusing and keeping our minds that the truth is here, not somewhere else. The truth is Jesus Christ. He will show us the way, and He will give us the life.